Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about burnout and more importantly than burnout, how to avoid it. We're going to be talking about some stress busting tips that I know is going to be really helpful, regardless of whether or not you are feeling stressed. Trust and believe if you are on this journey of entrepreneurship, you will feel stressed in the future and we want to minimize it and figure out ways to feel more confident and more energized. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to first and foremost thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time and a special electronic hug for those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Make sure that we stay connected either on Twitter or LinkedIn, Denise G. Lee, and be sure to visit me at denisegelee.com where you can read more of my articles and other tips and tricks to help you grow your service and personal brand business. That being said, let's get into it. I know for a fact I need to be talking to you guys more about burnout because that's definitely something that I talk with a lot of entrepreneurs on social media. And I know that this is something that we all experience, but for lots of reasons, we don't want to admit it. And I think there's a lot of reasons behind that due to pride or fear of rejection or insecurity about whether or not someone will understand this, lots of reasons. But I'm just here to say that this is a very safe, uncomfortable spot that we have with one another right now. I want you to feel that you are understood, your feelings are valid, you have every right to express not just the highs of business like the wins, but also the lows. And burnout is just one of those things. But let's talk about why we feel burned out. Most of the time we feel burned out because of stress and stress comes in so many different ways and shapes and sizes. And for a lot of it could be we are doing everything in our business. We are not just the creator. We are a personal copywriter or sales agent. We are a marketing specialist. We might be even doing our own graphics and design. And it feels overwhelming to also, on top of that, constantly critiquing and editing our sales pages and all that other stuff. Perhaps you just feel stressed because of the unknown. You don't know whether or not you're going to going to be in the midst of a feast or famine. Feast meaning like you're getting lots of money and lots of clients and customers and payrolls coming in and everything's fine and dandy. Or famine when you don't even know when the next time you're going to get paid. Or perhaps you know you have guilt because you're spending way more time with your business and not enough with your friends or your family or your dog and just. Or perhaps you're just feeling completely overscheduled because you feel like you need to be spending a lot more time with certain clients because you're just trying to show that you care about them. Or perhaps you're not spending enough time actually creating new work and new products or services. And all of it just feels like you're being pulled in 5,000 different directions and there's just no way out and there's no way to breathe. And if left untreated, if we do not get a handle of these stressors, it can lead out to burnout. And burnout is when we're feeling one of many emotions. I'm just going to list some of them out. You let me know if I'm ringing bells here, where you feel a loss of passion. You don't even understand why in the world you're even doing it. You don't even know if you're doing it out of a sense of obligation or a purpose or just because you said you're going to do it. 
Either way, you don't feel that same spark that you once had when you started your business or no motivation. The even idea of getting back and sitting in your desk and writing an email or creating a design or anything related to your business makes you feel like you do not want to do it. You'd rather just close down your computer or laptop and just sit on the couch and just veg out watching your favorite program. Either way, you don't want to get engaged with your business, and that is lack of motivation. A sense of dread when you think about your work. I'll never forget, I had this one really bad client interaction I had years ago, and just the idea of seeing a particular message from a particular person just made me feel shudders. That is an example of that that dread feeling. Perhaps it could be just dread about creating something new or dread about starting a new week. Whatever it is, you're just not feeling that energy and desire of looking at anything work-related. Extreme fatigue. Have you ever just woke up and just felt as if you didn't even sleep at all? Or the same kind of feeling where you're at your desk and you've been working on a project or something for work for like 10 minutes and it feels like you've been on it for 10 hours where everything just out of your system feels drained and fatigued and you feel stressed. That is fatigue. And then lastly, difficulty with decision-making. Decision-making meaning that you have to narrow down between one or two options or perhaps making no option, perhaps not making a selection or delaying something and your mind is just not in it. You're not feeling it. You're not fully engaged because either you can't make this decision because you can't process things correctly or you just feel totally overwhelmed and unable to even process any ideas. That is burnout. I don't want any of you guys who are listening to be burnout. If you're reaching that burnout, it is telling me that there is far more deeper issues Obviously, there's the psychological impact on whether or not you should continue the business or perhaps take an extended break. But if we're not even addressing those, it can lead to some serious health consequences like asleep, little little eating or overeating, problems with your digestion, problems with how you handle relationships with other people, so many other areas that burnout can wreak havoc. And I don't want you there. I don't want you being there. That that being said, I want to talk to you about a few ways, specifically six ways that you can avoid burnout. And you need to decide as you're listening to what I'm saying, cherry pick and think about what areas you need to spend more time on and maybe paying it more closer attention. Because for a lot of us, we really more or less have two big problems that we have in terms of how we manage our stress. And you might find that one thing that I say pertains more closely than the other. So just listen, grab a sheet of paper, grab a pen, write these these down. I'm going to list them all in, in order right now, and then we're going to dive into each specific one in detail. These are my six tips for avoiding burnout. Number one, have a flexible mindset. Number two, get a life. Three, ask for help. Four, take care of your yourself, self-care. Five, take time off. Six, and find your why. Now, let's get into each specific one now. Number one, have a flexible mindset. There's something about us as entrepreneurs where we're either 
do or die. <laughs> like go home or don't do anything. And and I get it because we're driven people. We we we're on a mission. We want to get something done. We want to clear things off our t- our desk. And if we don't have that idea that we're not going to complete certain things at a certain time, we don't have like strict schedules for ourselves so we avoid procrastinating, then we feel that we're not going to work and we're not pressing through and getting our goals accomplished. And I understand the mindset, but I want you to be flexible. Working toward a single goal can be motivating and inspiring or whatever we're trying to do, but we can get in trouble if that goal becomes our only measure of success. And I think about this specifically about money. For the longest time, I was always just more or less preoccupied with making money, specifically a certain dollar amount of money per month. And I have a funny relationship with God. I'm I'm a Christian, but you can translate this to higher power, spirit, or the universe, or whatever. I was having a very funny situation where it was for there was months and a time where I didn't even know when my next client was going to come. I didn't know when I was going to make my next sale, and it was literally during that same time where I was just prioritizing right then and there that I was going to make money and this was going to be my goal and nothing was going to stop me. It's going to be hell on water. Right? Don't make this make this done. And because I was so focused on just making the money, I wasn't focused on all the other stuff, such as increasing my community outreach, making more lead magnets, improving the copy on my sales pages, so many little things because my mind was only singularly focused. I want you to be flexible and understand that goals can don't have to be always about money. We need to have goals with our mindset, goals around how we create our content, goals that are flexible in the sense that even if we don't have it perfectly done within the time frame that we want, we're okay with it. We're not going to be singularly focused on one thing come hell or high water. I want you to do yourself a favor and make it a priority to record wins of the day. Wins don't have to be financial. Wins could be something along the lines of, I spent 15 minutes doing X, Y activity, or I did not feel embarrassed when I sent an invoice to a particular client about something when I warned them that if they asked for corrections, I would charge them more. Whatever it is, think about little things every single day, or perhaps reading a book, listening to a podcast like this, obviously. I want you to just give yourself little pats on the bat, little attaboys. Understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint, and be flexible with yourself. Okay, number two, get a life. Don't base everything on your work. And I say this in the most loving way. I understand that for a lot of you guys, you think of your business as a baby, literally a baby. But your work, your your business is just one of the many, many ways that you can contribute to the world. Your relationships with your family and your friends, your hobbies, your daily choices are also critical to your identity. This morning, I had the most pleasant walk with my son and we were kind of just walking around and looking at different things and it was just so fun to see my son explore the world around him and just seeing him soak up everything around him and that was so delightful. 
that is part of get a life. Find something, even the most little precious things that excite you and bring you joy and bring you a sense of purpose. Because again, this world is more than just making money, more than just our business. It's about all the other people and the things that we do to impact this world. Be allowing yourself, allow yourself to understand that your entrepreneur journey is just one facet of many parts of your life. Okay. Three, ask for help. This is definitely something that I see a lot of entrepreneurs, especially newbie entrepreneurs, they don't want to ask for help. I don't know if it's because of fear or pride or lack of resources. Entrepreneurs are just, we want to do it all by ourselves. And by doing it all by ourselves, we can lead to burnout. I made this post the the other day, uh, specifically on LinkedIn. That's why you need to follow me on LinkedIn if you don't follow me on LinkedIn. And I was talking about people who were utilizing free resources and whatnot online. And somebody commented, very, very astute comment, that in this new technological age, we have access to so much material, free books, free PDFs, business resources. But the problem is the time and the energy to sort all that out, the time and the energy for all of us to make sure that what we're doing or spending our time is actually going to move the needle, is actually most productive for what we want right now in our business. That's where where. We don't want to ask for help, I guess, out of a sense of pride or embarrassment, or perhaps we believe that we don't deserve it. That's something I, I'm going to park myself right here on this slot for us together talking to you about. I myself did not ask for help for the longest time in helping to run my business. And the reason that I told myself that was I felt that I couldn't afford it. But the reality of it was I looked at my bank account and I had the money. This was not an issue if I didn't have the money. I really didn't believe that I was worth investing in myself. If I had to be honest with you, I didn't believe I was worth investing in myself. And as a result, it caused me to only look for the cheapest or the freest stuff that I could find online because here I was feeling that I didn't deserve to grow my business because I didn't feel that I was worth investing in myself. And it had such a huge ripple effect on everything in my entire life. And I don't want you to go through the same terrible experience that I did where I was just trying to avoid the hard truth that I did not have high enough worth, self-worth of myself and not enough confidence in my abilities to invest in myself and then by consequence invest in my business. It's okay to ask for help, hiring the right help, Hire like buying new programs and softwares and whatever you need because I think all of us have a laundry list of things that we can't afford right now, but we're choosing not to to pay for it because we're so afraid that we're not making the the, the investment because we need to see certain amount of money. And I just want to let you know that if we're going to only just wait for things to magically happen for our business, that's not how we're going to attract the higher level clients, the, high, the more business. It doesn't work that way. We have, if we really believe our business is going to be a success, we proactively 
find the people and the things that will help us get to that next level faster. And of course, we can do it all by ourselves, but wouldn't it be so much easier if we have that hack, having that resource that will help us get there and not having so much heartache? I I think about even my experience with my own coach. So much has been accomplished so much faster because of the assistance that he has provided me in our, in our mentoring relationship rather than me spinning wheels and figuring it out by myself. So it's okay to ask for help. It is you are not less of a person if you don't ask for if you're trying to figure it out on your own. You're, it's going to be okay. So I just want to affirm that you are just as capable. It's just think of it as you're hitting the accelerate. You're getting things moving faster along. Okay. Now, I think I've beaten that horse completely dead. I think we can uh, pivot to number four, take care of yourself. Don't ignore your needs. Every time I think about entrepreneurs saying, I didn't sleep, I did an all-nighter, or I was able to work five days straight with no break, I cringe. I don't think that we need to be handing out trophies for those who did not sleep or look harried or tired. There's no prizes for exhausted entrepreneurs. And I know that, you know, you've probably heard these stories about Elon Musk, how he sleeps on the floor of the workroom for SpaceX or uh, how all these other entrepreneurs like work alongside on the same factory lines to get projects done. Like there's, do not think that that is the standard, okay? Everybody has different biological needs in terms of sleep and rest and balance. There's no one who's winning by lack of eating or sleeping or good sleep. No one. Do not believe the hype. Most of the people who are, who are doing that are having a lot of problems with their body and their families and all sorts of madness. Every human being needs a good balance of nutrition water, sleep, exercise, sunlight, get up, get up from your desk. Do not sit on your desk for hours on end. A lot of us have little sports bands, fitness watches, whatever you want to call it, or heck, even your smartphone. Set a timer to make your butt get up on the hours, even for five minutes a day. Do not allow yourself to get in that pattern where you're blinking your eyes and then hours pass. There's no trophy for people who overwork and overstress and overtax their bodies. Remember, again, your business is a marathon, not a sprint. Do not ignore your needs. Okay, now number five, take time off. Again, it kind of dovetails to the prior thing that I mentioned earlier about uh, taking care of yourself. Not every business, I know in the beginning is, the beginning of your business, you can take that two-week vacation off. But what you could do is you can stagger it so that you can only work no more than four to six hours, uh, Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. Look, sometimes it's okay to take a long and delicious weekend off away from the computer. And I mean away, meaning not on social media, not checking your emails, not checking your notifications. Obviously, I'm assuming you don't have any ads running, or if you do have ads running, you're delegating that task to somebody else. No work calls, no Voxers, none of that stuff, okay? 
We all need that time. In fact, I think that a lot of us get our best ideas when we let our minds go still and our, let our minds not be preoccupied with work. For example, I have been going on some very delicious long bike rides. And during my bike rides, I've been listening to various audio tapes that have absolutely nothing to do with business. For example, I finished reading this, I shouldn't say reading, listening to an audiobook called The Hidden Habits of Genius. Highly recommend it. Craig Robinson, I'm but the hidden habits of genius. He's a Yale professor, and that was awesome. And right now, I'm reading a fiction book called Every Value Break. That's been very fascinating to listen to. I'm not going to let my mind be worried about, okay, when's my next deadline sequence? Okay, when's my next prospecting call? Okay, when is blah, blah, blah that's going on in my business? I can't do it. I can't. It's going to make me lose my mind. It's going to make me not be able to keep things balanced because, again, business is truly a balancing act with everything else that we have going on. And allowing ourselves to just think about other things that aren't related to our business allows us to have the most amazing creative ideas that we wouldn't otherwise have. Imagine you've heard all these people say, I have writer's block or I'm not, I can't think about creating anything new. My mind just feels fragile. Okay. Maybe it's time to turn off the phone and just go for a walk. Or maybe it's time to turn off the phone and cook something different. Go in the kitchen, cook, be Turn on your your inner uh, chef, you know, in inner gardener, whatever name of chef that comes to your mind. Uh, think about nothing but work, and you would be surprised how many ideas. I have often heard, and I, I know this myself from personal experience, some of the best freaking ideas come when I take a shower. I'm in the shower and I'm just letting the water beat down on my body and I'm here in the white noise from the showers going on in my mind just comes up with so many cool ideas. And then also keep a pen and a paper nearby um, at your night, on your nightstand. Then when you wake up, you might be flooded with, uh, with ideas. That brings me to another good point. Take a nap. Naps are not just for kids. Naps are delicious and allow yourself to take a little, even like a 15, 20 minute nap can make a huge difference for your mental clarity. If you feel like you're stressed and you're feeling overwhelmed, that listen to your body. Your body is giving you messages and the messages take a break, honey. So allow yourself to find one of many ways to rest and relax. Okay, you owe it to yourself. Your business is going to thrive, but it can't thrive on the back of an exhausted business owner. All right. Now, lastly, number six is I want you to find your why. Like I mentioned earlier, we can't be in this business simply to get rich. Chances are you became an entrepreneur because you wanted to solve a problem. You saw a gap in the market where you could be of service. Maybe you set out to become an entrepreneur so that you can have flexibility and be your own boss, whatever the reason is. I need you to start writing that down and I want you to go back to it often. And this practice will remind you of the bigger picture and be a guiding force when you're making business decisions. 
I'll never forget. I was listening to something my mentor was telling me about where on in his desk, he he is surrounded completely with his why. And his why is literally a picture of his wife and a picture of his kids. And then he has letters from past clients sending him thank you notices for all the work he's done. And then he's surrounded by images and pictures of successful launches and all the other things that he done over the years. And that keeps him focused. Perhaps you need to have your own inspiration and your focus board that helps you realize, okay, this is what matters most to me. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I really want to be here. And I don't want to do anything else. I'm I, I don't care if this takes me a month, a year, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. I am doing this because I knew, you know rather, that you are making a huge impact in this world. You are doing something that is going to make such a big push, a big shift for somebody, you know, that... You couldn't imagine yourself doing anything other than what you're doing. That is why you're in business. That is why you are just going about this process. I want you to keep focus on that. I want you to never deviate from that. So often we just let the short-term blips and the short-term things that happen to deviate us from that main goal. And that's why it's so important to have your why. Now, let me just go through all of these in, in summary, and then we will wrap things up today. And this is your burn, burn out toolkit, your stress reliever, uh, elixir, as it were, to help you from slipping into total insanity, because I don't want you to do that. I don't want, I want you to feel fully supported wherever you are in your business journey. Number one, have a flexible mindset. Don't feel like it is an all or nothing thing, okay? Two, I want you to get a life. I don't want you to base your worth completely 100% on your work. Number three, I want you to ask for help. Do not try to do it all by yourself. I'm hoping that you're getting support that is beyond just our time with one another. Please, if you need to reach out with me, um, send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com or just connect with me. I, lo- I want to support you no matter where you are in your current journey. Number four, I want you to take care of yourself. Please do not ignore your needs. Even if it means taking a little nap or a stroll or walking your dog, whatever you need to do, just take care of yourself. Number five, I want you to take time off. Don't work 24-7 unplug, take time off from social media, take time off from your emails. You don't have to be grinding it out 24-7. Number six, I want you to find your why. I want you to remind yourself that you're not in business necessarily to make money. You're in business to serve and to make a difference. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that this has been a really experience really good time with one another. If you have any other questions or comments, I'd love to talk with you. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Love to continue the conversation. And wherever you are and whatever you're doing, know that you are making a real impact for someone else. So keep the faith and keep at it and take care and be awesome.